What's up, guys? Welcome to episode nine of Drunk Boys Basement, where drunk conversations happen. So this one is going to be a little bit different, um, similar to last week. Tristan's back. Hey, guys. Because he likes our podcast. And we've also got another mutual friend of ours, Janessa. She is joining us as well. So we've got four of us talking this time. So hopefully we can generate some constructive discussions. Definitely going to be a unique episode, and this that's is, for sure. It's going to be different. I've, I've never, I mean, obviously we've never had this a many people. Uh, anyway, we've never <laughs> we've never had had this many people on an episode. So, um, Sean, we're going we're gonna to go back old school. How is your week? How's everything going in your life? Uh, I mean, if I was to put my week into one word. Uh, I didn't ask for one word, but sure, do it. Create, create a, give us a haiku. A haiku. Oh, man. What, what, what's a haiku? Google, the the 575? Google. Someone Google a haiku. I, I, a haiku. Uh, haiku. I forgot my laptop IQ. today. An IQ. Google an IQ, please. <laughs> what is an IQ? Because I obviously do not uh, have one. I... <laughs> I looked up feet haiku. So anyway. <laughs> so, so anyway. <laughs> My week was absolutely, I mean, it blew by, I mean, in the worst of ways possible. But here <laughs> I am. Wait. wait. You blew your week? <laughs> Come so, on. So, you know, when you're just so slammed with so many things that, like, you, you just don't even know the week passes by. No, I, next I, thing, I, yeah. yeah. I, I st- the thing that I've, with school starting for me recently, I've noticed that I start on Monday and then I end up on Friday and I realize that I didn't focus on anything that ended up between the two days of the week i'm not making any sense janessa tell us about you how was, was your just week looking at the ceiling tiles. <laughs> so the ceiling tiles uh james who's been on this before has gotten severely intoxicated and threw knives into the ceiling <laughs> so he messed up all of mine and yours and sean's hard work of getting yeah on when we when we tried great. to do the i was gonna say that, that was a full night of work right there getting all of the ceiling tiles aligned and sean literally even. spent like two hours working on it i i i the perfectionist was coming out unfortunately we can tell some of them are not perfect uh all of you listening can visualize this that's right. Well, it's just—it's just bad. It looks like of... a—it looks like a war zone in here right now. What, what, do you, what do you? How do you explain what these things are? I, I still they're ceiling like, tiles that okay, don't—they okay. don't fit. They're too long for the brackets they're in, so they're just lifted up in weird corners. And it looks like we're in a crack house, to be honest. I mean, that's that's the best—the best analogy I could make. We look like we live in a basement. There we, we go. True enough. Janessa <laughs> looks like she lives in a basement. Okay, anyway, going on. <laughs> <laughs> Still more than we could say for you. Okay. Continue. So, um, there has been a lot of requests. Stop flipping each other off across the table. This isn't going to... One-sided. Apparently there's a lot of hostility well, in this was, episode, too. <laughs> what I was getting at before the aggression started between the two parties, um, I've been asked by a lot of people to uh, tell more bail enforcement stories, uh, whether it be from work or from my family members. So, uh, last night, the most recent story... Actually, really quick, before you go into this story... tell me. um, So, so to to make it official for one of our listeners, um, there will be an episode coming up. Oh, right. Yeah, you're telling me this. Yeah, yeah. This could be interesting. Soon we will have a, a special guest on here. 
um, who will be debating with Ryan very, uh, with the the police versus bail enforcement. Because she um, was an she was an ex. You were telling me she was an ex dispatcher, right? Yeah, yeah. She used do you know to, what municipality she was? Uh, that with? I do not know yet. I'd be curious to know. There there are some municipalities that like us other more than others. So I'd be interested to know which ones. I'll definitely have to ask her next time I see her. I would be curious. Um, <laughs> anyway, what 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 is so funny? Tell me. Come on. <laughs> Justin didn't look like he's having a stroke. Bro. <laughs> I'm I don't know listening. what's going I'm just trying to talk to Sean. Know. You guys are having your own little... I'm just sitting here. So, for those of you that care... I don't know if we have any listeners at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, last night, um, we went on a raid. Well, it wasn't originally a raid. I was... So... To preface this, I made myself a nice dinner, okay? It was a nice dinner, all right? I had roasted potatoes. I had grilled chicken, okay? Nice, nice spread. And then See, I, for all you girls out there, he is single, so he has to cook all this himself. Was, a lot of it was frozen. What the, <laughs> thing, like, the thing about it is I was about to sit down and eat, and then the, the reason that a lot of people or the thing that a lot of people don't understand about bail enforcement is it's kind of an instantaneous job. You're always, I mean, you're always on call. And in, in essence of if a partner of yours is working another case, if he needs two people, you got to go. Cause that's just kind of like a camaraderie you develop. Um, especially if you got like a training agent that's teaching you to, what is your deal? <laughs> just literally fucking sitting here. He's over there. Oh God. I was um, listening to your story. So, let me ask you some questions you, you, about bell, bell enforcement. Okay. Um, Save it, please. See if we can tie this back into the story. <laughs> so you're always on call, right? So, but you work a normal job Monday through Friday. Yeah. What? And are there any circumstances where you have to step away from your normal job to go into bell enforcement? That's only been twice, and both of those times the bond has been over a hundred thousand dollars. So, like you. I, I'm, I'm weighing weighing the good and the bad in the sense that I can get my paycheck because the thing about bail enforcement is you're not always getting paid. You can go out and sit in front of a house for like 12 hours and then you, you come back home and you've made no money. The only money you're making is when you actually get that guy to the jail and you're booking him in. That's, that's the only time you make money. So <clears throat> the appeal to bail enforcement and being a quote-unquote bounty hunter is you get instant return. There's no taxes taken out of it. It's, it's, you get, if it's, you know, if your cut is, let's say $5,000, you get the $5,000. And then, I mean, I could go on for hours about this and then you get into semantics about, well, some bail enforcement or bail companies don't have the funds readily available. So they'll do trades. I mean, my partner has a whole bunch of guns because they couldn't pay him the the cut that he was owed so they gave him a whole bunch of ars and handguns and all sorts of stuff there's lots of trades or stuff that goes on like that and that's kind of on the back end that a lot of people don't really seem to see but you get the the thing i mean like i said i go on for hours about this the thing about bail enforcement is you get a bunch of guys like dog the bounty hunter patty mayo I know you guys, some of you know who Patty Mayo is. Patty Mayo's not a real bill, bill enforcement. He's not. The thing that's scary is he's actually a deputy. He's a sheriff. Mm-hmm. Deputy sheriff. He's, he's a real, yeah, he's not He's not a bail enforcement agent because, especially now, the Bail Reform Act passed in California Jan 1, 2020. So there's no longer 
Bail Enforcement Agents of California, and that's where he lives. So any videos that you see that have been made after 2020 or Jan 1 of 2020 where he's in a bail enforcement costume or whatever, he's that's not real. None of it's real. Are you saying before Jan January 2020, he wasn't? It, no, he, he wasn't. No, he's a deputy. He's also, he's come out with a something before saying that his videos are fake. So you, you get in, so the, what I'm getting at is like, you have people like that, that deteriorate the industry. Cops don't take bounty hunters. And I'm using that term loosely because people that are actually professional about it prefer bail enforcement, bail recovery, or something to that effect. You get guys like Dog the Bounty Hunter that have TV shows and Patty Mail that has a YouTube channel. They give us or myself and my partner and people that actually do this for a living bad names because the cops see us and they think, oh, they're just doing it for clout or they're doing it because they can't become real cops. The appeal to it back in the day was, as I said, you can get mad returns instantly. So you get a guy that has a $100,000 bail yeah, twenty percent on that that fee. So a hundred thousand, twenty percent of a hundred thousand, you get that money back. I'm not gonna do that math because I'm bad at math. But at the end of the day, <laughs> you get that money instantly. So it's it's big returns like that. And the reason Dog became so popular is because he was going after these big time. I you know it's like I said, I could go on for hours about this. There's a lot of semantics. There's a lot of bureaucracy. There's a lot of bullshit. But at the end of the day, um, to answer your question, I've only ever skipped work twice because the bail money would have been more than what I would have made that week. That's the only reason I would have left work. If it's for some dude that didn't pay child support, because Lord knows we get some of those, it's I'm making 250 bucks. It's not a you know, it's not worth, your it's time. Not worth my time. No. However, the one thing I want to say too is is you talk about how they give the the bail enforcement agents a bad rap. Um, they being the as a the like like, like Patty Mayo right. uh, was a dog the bounty hunter I think his name it's, is um, yeah dog the bounty hunter <laughs> thank you for that enunciation <laughs> so so the these like I guess I'll call them YouTube stars are giving the bail enforcement people a bad rap another thing I had a question about is is um, the the training that bail enforcement officers receive. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I can't really speak on that. I just know from my own experience. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, I wonder if that's part of the problem too. Yes. Um, the trainings, I mean, the trainings, honestly, it's hit or miss. There are some states that pursue the, the culture and the industry harder than others, being that Utah is not one of them. I mean, at one point in time, we had training agents all over the, all over the state, and now we don't. And... So to your point, the other reason why people don't think bounty hunters are legitimate or whatever is because honestly, some of these guys, if you get on some of these fugitive recovery Facebook pages, I mean, it's literally some guys that found a niche to get past going through post, which is the standard, the police officer standard training and getting a gun and a badge and acting like they're hot shit. And that's when the liability comes into play. That's when all of the the reasons that cops don't take us seriously come into play is because these guys have no idea what the hell they're doing and they're armed and they have lawful orders to arrest people because people hide behind badges when they're cops in some instances. All agree. You know, all you have the union and you have all sorts of safeguards behind cops. Bounty hunters 
they act behind the Constitution. I, I can't remember, and I probably should know this, but there's Roe versus Wade. That's not uh, that's not the right case. Oh God, I can't remember the case. Um, you were in my class, remember? Oh, class, I use that term. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're bounty hunters are, are federally backed, so they're backed by the federal government. They're not backed by a state municipality or local yeah. government or they, anything. They have power over uh, police officers, like they're, yeah, they're above police officers. I Which say. is another reason why cops aren't a big fan of bounty hunters because we're in kind of a gray area between federal agents and local law enforcement. So we're not greater than the FBI, but we're not lower than the local police department. We're in this weird kind of limbo. And so that kind of stems into why some people don't like bounty hunters. You get some guys that they, they'll go out of their way to meet. They've never met a bounty hunter or a bail enforcement agent. And they'll come and, you know, see what, see what's going on. See if we have, and that's the thing. We did a stop and an arrest in a local city here in Salt Lake. And some newer police officers showed up just to see if we had a camera crew. And that immediately put off some red flags in the sense that they don't think that what we do is real. And if you get into the deeper depths of bail enforcement and the Facebook pages, you see that there's actually every year about 100 bail enforcement agents die on the line of duty. And I only say that line of duty being that when you shoot at a bail enforcement agent, it's, as I said, a gray area. You're not technically a federal employee, but you're not technically employed by the state. You're kind of a freelance guy, you, you know. And so a lot of these people that shoot at bail enforcement agents think that they're just shooting at another guy. It's not anyone with a badge, or if he has a badge, it's not a real badge. But again, I'm getting off into semantics. So, um, that didn't tie into my story at all from the very beginning. I just, <laughs> it did not, no, that took a different direction. <laughs> you know, you know, one thing, uh, another thing I had to say is, um, there was one thing you spoke about that, that still sticks in my brain, but it's like, you is always, painful? T- uh, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, the fact that his thought process is going through it, it's, yeah, <laughs> Um, but what I was going to say is, is you always talk about how, like, how, like, police officers don't like bail enforcement officers. And but I it's feel not like, all the I time, like, though. It's not all the time. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it's not all, it's not all the time. Um, and, and if I'm, if I'm assuming correctly, uh, bail enforcement officers don't like police officers. It's kind of no, like this. No, 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 Yeah. That is a misconception. So, oh, it's a misconception? We thrive off of police. Okay. We thrive off no because so it's more of a one sided kind of it a hundred percent they have they have way more resources than we do they have APHIS they have background checks they have all sorts of stuff that we do not have access to huh that we technically should but we don't and at one point in time we did but now we don't the 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 thing I was gonna go off with that comment though is is um, you said something earlier today unfortunately it wasn't in the podcast but. Um, I mean, each side has their own job to do. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're you're taking over the police officer's job. Let me stop you right there. I'm um, watching Tristan because apparently he lost his nose ring. Because yeah, <laughs> Tristan has a nose ring. You guys can probably put ring. that. Whatever rings what don't you... fall out. <laughs> no. You're not gonna find it right now. I mean, you no. can look forever, but probably on your seat. Yeah. No, apparently not. Oh, it just fell. It's on the floor. Yay. Hooray! You're pointing, but it's so broad. <laughs> anyway, I hate to detract so, from what you're saying. At, at least we found... Oh, that's like a staple. It's a stud. <laughs> <laughs> a little stupid L-bar. 
An L bar? Don't I, call him that. <laughs> I mean, basically. Is, is you know? yours like the one with like a back on it, or is yours the L shape as well? Which you know, my, you know, my stuff. Yeah. Going off on a tangent, on. I'm still tempted to get some sort of piercing. What would as you much, get? I need to know. What would you get, Sean? Yeah, I like the segue. Let's <laughs> let's continue. I mean, I, I I don't know about. Okay, actually, I'm pretty sure everyone here has heard about the, the tongue piercing that I tried to do. Oh, well, let's yes, tell our let's, listeners. I don't know why them. I like look at you and I expected you to say nipple piercings. Let's tell <laughs> that that is a precious area. Let's, Nobody will ever touch my nipples. Let's let. <laughs> Anyway, let's tell our listeners about your tongue piercing experience. Oh, so so I guess we're gonna go on a three sixty here. Um, That's not a three sixty. We're going to a different road right now. You're the right. road is on a different block. Dude, we're go- this is a different country. Okay, shut up. Tell us about your tongue piercing. <laughs> Stop with the transitions. So, the tongue piercing story. Um, wow, this is this is interesting. To even okay. Anyway. I totally wasn't planning on saying the story on here, so I wasn't thinking about it. But pretty much uh, when I was, what, 16, 17? No, I had to be 18. Um, yeah, because that's the legal age. Yeah, yeah, it's the legal age. It was a lot, I'm going to say a long time ago, but it makes me sound old. It was like seven to years ago. Story, before, before I start getting too off on a tangent here. Um, so, so pretty much when I was like 18, 19, um, 16, 17. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> um, I, I was really into like the whole tattoos and piercings thing, and I was like, you know what? I gotta do something. Um, Can you so imagine I, my dude with a neck tattoo. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> Did you imagine Sean with a tongue piercing right now? <laughs> I wanted to do a whole back tattoo. That's why I said the nipple oh. piercings are more fitting for him than a tongue. Could piercing. you imagine <laughs> just seeing him in his little bar sticking through his shirt? No. <laughs> I got a respectable job. (laughs) I don't need nipple piercing. Anyway. 65 degrees. (laughs) Pretty much, I I got convinced that a tongue piercing was the thing to do. uh, Who convinced you and how did they convince you? I can't even convince you to get out of bed sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Take that how you will, (laughs) listeners. All right. Uh, who knows? I, that was too long ago for me to remember how I was convinced. I just remember it was like the cool thing to do. I gave into peer pressure. Yeah, sadly. Um, and so that's why Janessa has just she's just pierced up. Like she'll over. set off metal detector right now. <laughs> just kidding. Rongo bongo bud. I've been through it. I don't. I don't know what that saying. Rongo bongo boys. <laughs> Please finish your story for the love of God, Sean. <laughs> So, it w- the the sad part was wrong go wrong go. What the hell? What does this even mean? I mean, I think about this whole episode. It means you're not, s- if you're I'm not sorry. right, you're wrong go bongo. <laughs> you're wrong go, so hit the bongo. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, bongo. Oh, this is bad. Please, All right, please finish this before I die. Hold on, I'm gonna do one more interruption. When you said like. I can't even get you out of bed. You just roll over and go, hey, babe, will you get up, please? <laughs> there, there, there it is. Thank you for that, Tristan. So glad that you could make it to this now, episode. Now all our listeners can visualize that, apparently. So, um, anyway, for the story. I'd like to take a poll of what they think all of us look like. Huh. Dude, that'd be great. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. I mean, I mean, then again, outside of the people who actually know us and listen, I mean, well, no, and so like you know, it's so interesting. You know, uh, ninety-seven one had like in the mornings they have that talk show. No, I, I, mean, I don't Tristan listen to radio. Look, Tristan sounds oh. more interesting than he looks. So. I don't. I don't listen to the. 
Damn! Damn! <laughs> bang, bang! <laughs> wow, Rongo Bongo! <laughs> <laughs> but, like, no, so, like, 97.1, they had that talk show, and I used to listen to it every morning. And then I saw what they looked like after years of listening, and it just did it not ruined the match, rest of your experience. did not even match up at all. Yeah, I've so had that's that. That's actually very true. The same thing happened to me. It's just like yeah, Tinder. You see a yeah. picture of a girl on Tinder, and then you meet her, and you're like, "Wow, this was a lie." <laughs> oh <laughs> man, I don't even. Don't start. Don't no, start. No, it's not me. So I have a friend who uh, was gonna go meet up with a girl that he had matched with on Tinder, and he's. He's like, I can't really tell, like, her size or anything, but, like, she size. seems really cool, like, how big she is. Hot weight. Was it all face pictures? Yeah, and uh, so... Oh, yeah, you gotta be careful of those. Well, so, he's like, well, she seems cool. I'm gonna go meet up with her. So, he pulls not up... Not objectifying women here. Yeah, no, like, this is his story. <laughs> I'm not condoning it. Um, yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> so, he pulls up, and she's in this Mini Cooper, and... Hell yeah. She pulls up, and he's already sitting there and sees her, and he's like, she's huge. Hey, and I, she's I, in a Mini Cooper. Like, he's I've, not even sure how she got in there. Sean's bailed me out of a 911 before. I've had 911s before. No, my friend just drives off. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't know how she got in. She pulled up, rolls down her windows like, hey. And he goes, no. <laughs> and Wait, drives off. So she off. saw him and yeah. everything? And then he and drove he goes, off. He literally, she rolls down the window, his is already down. And she goes, hey. And he goes, nope. <laughs> and drives off. Yeah. I at least went. I, I at least got coffee with her, and then I Sean bailed me out of it. But yeah. that's that's cold. That is cold. Anyway, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. That, yeah, you can no. have like respect. That's what's crazy. what's respectful to you? Like if if you see a guy, that's, Janessa's just surprised if he calls back the next morning. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> if you if you like met up with a dude you matched with online or whatever, and I don't. Then, I'm not like okay, this, though. I don't. Hypothetical. I don't, I don't, you're. It's don't a hypothetical. Tinder. Okay. But right. if you if you met up with a dude and then he was like not really the same, like, he was kind of similar but not the same as his pictures. Like he just was really good at angles. I mean, that's happened before, not with Tinder, but, like, it's happened before. Yeah, so what do you do? You're like, ah, hey, buddy, and then you high-five him and leave. (laughs) I'm like... You go, oh, hell no, and drive off. I mean, I just, you know, treat it as, like, a friendship thing that basically they end up friend-zoned from that point on. Oof, that hurts, though. No, I've I've actually been in that situation. Yeah, unless it's me and you, and it's eight years later. Every time... It's been that long, Jesus. So it's been like long. Somebody owes me almost. some money somewhere. Because I yeah. we, we decided we've talked about this so many times. We decided I was like what thirteen or something. When we met. Why do you say it? Ryan was also 14, 13. <laughs> let's clarify that there's not some I was age gap. 20, I was twenty six and she was fourteen. It's been a long eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, bud! Finally eighteen, huh? <laughs> I guess. Do you want to try to finish your story at this point? I mean, I mean. The fact that the we fact could that restart we, the story that would actually no be really don't good. restart the story. The fact I mean, that then again, I you were get about much into the story you were about That's to true. get a tongue piercing. All right, Someone so so you. cool. Well, we're, we'll finish the story. People, the people listening to this are getting interested. whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like it's every episode mm. so far. Okay, then after this, I want to go back to like bad dates. I think oh, I've got, a, right, I've right. got plenty. Right. Well, so well, Sean, power through this. <laughs> I, I like this idea. I so yeah, I was okay. So we're we're just gonna recap really quick. So I was peer pressured when I was like eighteen, nineteen to get a tongue piercing. I was like, cool. All right. So pretty much, uh, I had a um, wasn't it by our old paintball coach? Yep. Uh, so so this dude that we used to paintball with all the time. He was or, tatted up. <laughs> like he he looked like a gangbanger. <laughs> <laughs> so the that, art to paintball. I I mean so. 
pretty much yeah we had um we we paintballed for a while there and this dude he was he was kind of the coach of the place we went to and he started coaching us um on a uh, on another team um and he 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 did ta- or he did piercings so i was like hey dude like, well that well hold on that was what he did that was actually what he did full-time him and his girlfriend right tattoos and piercings yeah, so so he was on the piercing side. His girlfriend was on the tattoo oh, side. Oh yeah, right, right, right. That's a fucking I power couple. Hell yeah. Um, yep. So, pretty much, I was like, "Yo, like, will you do this, uh, this tongue piercing for me?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." Um, so we planned everything out, and I'm heading down there, and for some reason, like, I mean, he's got more balls than I do. I I don't know how this happens. But the, I had a, a couple of friends <laughs> that were like, "Yo, dude, we want to go down there with you." I was like, "Cool." Um, and so we, we kind of went down there. I'm going to tell this really quick kinda. side story. They didn't actually go down there. This kind of went down there. The reason I said kind of, because I'm thinking of the story, because on the way down there, I had a, uh, a 17 year old in my car oh, who Lord. was all over. Wait a minute. This sounds <laughs> rapey. Her, her boyfriend was in the car too. So that, that, that should settle the story right there. So pretty much, not only you guys just have weird fetishes. Apparently, <laughs> stop. <laughs> All I know is this girl would not sit still. In... Okay, that just sounds really bad. <laughs> hey, Sean, how about you just finish up the piercing? <laughs> Where are you going with this? So we're, we're traveling down the highway. <laughs> okay, I want to know how this girl not being able to sit still has anything to do with Sean getting a piercing. This really bugs me because so we're heading down to the. She had a pulse. And... <laughs> That is a problem. Never <laughs> mind. I take it back. Anyway, I need to finish the story. I'm fucking. I'm getting drunk now. Shit. <laughs> oh no. Anyway, so we we're heading down the highway, going to this, uh, this dude's house, and um, one of, one of my friends that was in the car with me, um, she was all over the place. Like she didn't have her seatbelt on. She kept climbing between the back seat, and the hanging front out seat. the window. And I got roof. I got pulled over on the way down. There. <laughs> Did you? I actually didn't know this. Did you really? Yeah, <laughs> I got I got pulled over right before I was getting off on the uh, interchange. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Okay, this is new to me. <laughs> so so, dude, highway cop pulls me over. And he's like, "Yo, you know, like." control the female in the back seat please <laughs> pretty much <laughs> and so th- th- that's the reason i said she was 17 though because that adds into the story because he couldn't ticket her because she wasn't driving that's how you got that ticket so i got i got i got the ticket uh, okay so that that was what happened that's why i put that in the so story. it was already it was already a bad what you two need no, to I'm stop just sitting here on my phone she's just like i can see your phone in your glasses it's like <laughs> Sorry, I have bad vision. Deal with it. Is he just took a picture of us? No, I, <laughs> I can see it. I'm not. Yeah, see, I can see it in the mirror. You dumbass. This is gonna bug me. I've dripped on myself like twice now with beer. Holy yeah, shit. Same. Anyway, You're not so no. <laughs> so we finally get down to this dude's place, and and it was it, we had two like two cars came down there. Has he told you this um, story before? No. Really? Okay. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I, I don't think I personally told it. But anyway, um, so we finally get down there, and the dude's like, yo, hey, let's get this done. Um, so it, it was great because, I, I mean, to cut the story short, pretty much I was like, oh, <laughs> that's the most generous thing you could have done. <laughs> Please do, because goddamn. Uh, I think it's like been a 10-minute story so far anyway so I was, I was laying on the table whatever they do for their piercings and he was like digging out my tongue trying to make the hole for it and uh i don't think that's how it works <laughs> what the hell they do i don't know what he's doing in my mouth 
digging out my tongue, making the hole. <laughs> he, he's he's got some like tools that. in there. He's making a hole for the piercing, and it, it was it was bad because I finally was like, "All right, I passed out." <laughs> That's and that's that's the that's the that's the climax of the story. No, no, no. The best part is is no, it gets I, better. I had like apparently two or three people were there with me, um, and they were like, "Just finish the piercing," and the and the dude was like, "Nah." I thought you can't do that though. I thought that's like against yeah, whatever. That's why yeah. he didn't yeah. fin- do it. Whatever like, against regulations they have. Yeah, yeah he was like, "No, I won't, I won't. I won't continue." Um, so you went through all of that. You you got. A random monkey girl in the back seat. You got a ticket, and then you went to get your tongue pierced. You blacked out, and you never got your tongue pierced. Yep, pretty much. I walked away with nothing. God, that story was a roller coaster from start to finish. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we should talk about bad dates. You you start this. I've got oh, a few. Oh man! So <laughs> I did use Tinder like for a small period religiously. Of time. <laughs> I've seen you small... on it. That's grinder. <laughs> for a s- small period of time and i did go on this date with this girl and she was like let's go hammocking and i was like yeah sure whatever like that sounds heard, fun I, I think i might have heard this story i'm not gonna go into all the details <laughs> no so like i show up with her and she is just not what she looks like in her pictures at but all let me stop you right there how does that happen like are they just good at taking angles yeah or are, no, is photoshop same, a so. factor I don't know. I just look the same. I know that the biggest thing now it is... is. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyways, I know the biggest thing is... What is it? Um, we're, we don't know where. That's why we're asking you. I'm trying to think <laughs> of it. It's... Oh God, I don't even know what it's called. Photofunia. No. Where they make... You make yourself look... TikTok. No, it's Facetune. Facetune. Face yes. No, Facetune. no so she just... Stop lying to yourself, no, people. No, so she had only shown pictures of her face, and she had a really pretty face, but, like, something so about, like, the way she ate just, like, all of the food what? just into the whoa, rest whoa, of her body. Whoa. No, I mean, like, so I show up... And As it like, should. Nutrients. Yeah, no. She was, like, a lot bigger than I expected, which I didn't really, like... It didn't bother me, but it was just, like, kind of shady. Well, let me... Let me Here's the thing. When did that ever become a thing, right? Where people are like, you're larger, guy or girl, it doesn't matter the gender, but it's like, when did that become unattractive? Well, it's not, it's it's never been attractive or unattractive. It's always just been a personal preference. And it doesn't bother me. if someone's like it's social standards. It is, like, it's very much but, social. But that's what I'm getting at, is why did that even start? Like, but that's the thing, as we talked about last week, is, like, every, like there's always social standards, but, like, no one ever fits social standards. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. What like, are the, but that's the thing. It's the individual versus the The reason group. that there are so many girls that are so lost in the quote-unquote world is because they are not able to find the social standards. It doesn't sure. help that the whole new trend of the freaking century is what, freaking being fit, going to the gym, everybody does it now. But I, but Everyone I, and their dog. But I don't think that that's necessarily a trend. I think it's more of like you're it's, looking out for yourself. I and sense, That's what I think. I go to the gym because I care about how I feel. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, that's probably, I mean, obviously that's going to be true for a lot of people, but I feel like there's also a lot of people especially females maybe males i'm sure there's guys out there that feel the same way that feel pressure to do it because you know social media well i yeah i that that's a dark hole i don't want to get into yeah i think social media is detrimental to society well, and i think there's so there's always the individual and there's the individual versus the group and it's so funny because the individual is always like no like plus size woman doesn't like doesn't bother me like i don't think anyone well, well well but again let me stop <coughs> it because 
there's like quote unquote plus size, but then there's people that are just Huge. massively unhealthy. Yeah. Like this this fat shaming thing has to stop in the sense that like it's just unhealthy. Like there's a lot of people that are perpetuating yeah, human growth in the, the sense that we don't one, want you to die because you're eating bullshit food. Yeah, at the same time too is like <clears throat> if you you can't just look at someone and assume that either because some people are genetically larger and some bigger people do. Oh, they're bigger bone. No, I mean, genetically, <laughs> they just cross my arms. No, here. genetically larger. I mean, you look at the Polynesian culture, the, and they're they a lot of them eat a lot of plant based or fish, and they're just larger. People. They're not, they're, but there's they're they're not you, fat. You have to yeah, okay if you want to yeah you, they're not fat. They're just bigger. Exactly, but then you also don't know someone's health, and so I think that's where like it's not so much the fat shaming. It's the yeah, a lot of people are overweight, but you can't pick and choose who you judge that as. You know, it is. It's an individual well, thing. I don't, and I'm not trying to detract from your story. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, when you really think about it, when did the, you guys, you guys, you, well, you guys, okay? So you should. There's, if you look up like, um, like newspapers from the 50s, the women in there aren't just like skinny little figures. I mean, they're like, you know, just your average. Like, is it? A, is it a? What is it called? A boot? It's not a boot deer. I know it's not. I, I know. Skinny shaming is becoming. Skinny. No, I know that's wrong. It's not. A, it's it, a. Boudier, boudier. I, God, man, I don't speak English. It's the it's the thing that women wear and they tie the hell out of it. Of course, yes. I don't know where I got a. Well, it's because you're probably thinking of like boudoir. That's what it's. Bo- yeah, that's yeah. yeah. So, so that's a thing that women did in a lot of generations. Yeah, but I mean, you look at the in the fifties, sixties, and like the women were like your average like had a little bit of fat on them and like that's just like the normal human body is to have a little so bit anyway you showed up to yeah. this hammock thing and you fat shame and left. no 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 but you just saw like, her and we're like no and drived off mom drived mom off. come pick me up mom i drive off <laughs> please pick me up mom. no but it's just like it, that has, that's happened like multiple occasions to me bad dates yeah no I mean, he looks at me as if i'm supposed to say wow that really is shocking to me <laughs> dang dude <laughs> no it's just yeah it's just like not that they're bad dates because like i mean like your body is whatever and like i'm always like more attracted to someone's mind anyways but just like damn that's kind of low <laughs> that's false advertising and that's considered a felony in that's, some states yeah no well, that's I, I, I get what you're. I get what you're saying. The but I can't really relate in the sense that the the only bad date that I've ever had was the the one I was talking about earlier, where Sean nine one one being. Yeah. So like, what what was bad about it? Was she just catfishing you? No, she she was the girl she looked was like. Her eyebrows. How stop Dude, bad eyebrows? Stop. Will stop. Me off. The reason that I had to nine one one Sean was because she broke my back from how much I was carrying the conversation. <laughs> kind of like <laughs> this podcast. And two, she was wearing, I don't, this was a long time ago, but she, whatever she was wearing was not appropriate for a Starbucks. She, I mean, it, w- y- she left nothing to the imagination. If, Girls if, be wearing thongs in Starbucks now. That's kind of what I'm getting <laughs> at. So, I had to 911 my boy over here and he had to come like he called me and was like dude I we've got a problem I need you to help me I'm like damn man I got to take you home and that was You the... picked her up? Yeah, I oh. have a cool car. Yeah, but... <laughs> and that's generally how some dates will go. Yeah, but like no, the I, that, first no, date seriously, ever, especially seriously. online will not just pick up someone. 
I no, I'll never give my address. If they want if they want to ball out and give me theirs, that's cool. I work for the kind of government, so I'm not gonna I don't care. The the bottom line is I had to get Sean to bail me out of this date. That was that was the worst date I had. I don't I've never had a date where I've had to have someone bail me out before. Have you ever um gone on a date with someone from high school? Like yes. years after? Yes. Isn't that weird? Yes, that's why we don't talk anymore. No, we were, we were friends before. <laughs> What's the worst date you've ever had? Yeah, start counting female. The worst. We're not objectifying <laughs> women here. I haven't had. I can't really. You you you're telling me you've never had a, just a date that you're like, wow, this was a disaster. Not that like, not that I can think of right off the bat. Huh. Maybe well. it's not a certain date. I mean. I've had, like, uncomfortable dates. Where yeah, let's weird. talk about those, yeah. because apparently that's the closest thing we're going to get to what we're trying to talk about. I can't even think of one right now. Well, god damn it. <laughs> so, she goes, I've had these experiences. I have well, I no I've recollection. Them, but, like, I, I just put them in the back to... of my exactly. mind because of how bad they were. No, that, I just, I don't care enough to remember them, so I just... I, the very bad. I build off my bad dates, so if girl walks out in a thong and a big, I'm just gonna. So like, I went on I, this here's date. Here's a towel. For I you. went on this date with this girl, and I she, hope so. <laughs> yeah, she brought a lizard to the coffee shop. Stop lying. No, dude. I Stop mean lying. like like her lizard. And you want to know how weird that was? Like she was out there, man. Sean, what's the word? Never mind. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? That's You have hammock girl, lizard girl. Um, I did go out with this one girl. <laughs> oh my god, Kristen! <laughs> um, she was like totally into me, but she was like the rudest person I had ever met. And she wow, was like, imagine oh, oh, that. Before you continue, before you continue. When I'm on a date, I judge a person's character by how they treat, like if we're at a restaurant, I judge them based on how they treat a server. Oh, no, she was... episode four. <laughs> No, sure, she, yeah, exactly. She I, was I, so mean to me. Like, <laughs> oh, never mind. It was weird. She was like, just, you're the server. Like, yeah, really passive aggressive. And then, like, later she's like, I had a great time. I didn't. You bullied me. The yeah, whole time. And I was like, I'm just getting flashbacks of, like, middle school over here, just getting bullied constantly. And then she, like, for, like, a week was That like, would just take me back to a Friday night with Ryan, but we don't talk about that. When we're done, we'll talk outside. <laughs> and that concludes. <laughs> and that concludes this episode. Yeah, no, she was super mean. It was so odd. And I told her like a week later because she was just like, "Hey, when are we like hanging out again?" I was just like, "You know, like I really don't want to." And then she like got really, <laughs> Please. she got really aggressive. Please, I don't want to. And it was so weird because she was like aggressive the whole time, and then she was aggressive that I didn't want to. Where'd you meet this girl? Bumble. Tinder. Tinder? Grinder? Oh. Uh, <laughs> ha ha ha. Let's reuse the same joke from <laughs> three minutes ago. Dude, you've reused your entire life. That's the same the, thing. <laughs> oh, God. You know what's funny is we're going to finish this and then someone's going to be Hit like, delete. Ryan never told his story about what happened with the arrest he made last night. And then I'm going to be like, yeah, because I have asshole friends that take over the whole show. I Tristan and I stayed quiet for like the first 15, 20 minutes. That's a stretch. Maybe 10. No. Huh. I mean, I'm on their side, so... Whatever. <laughs> so here's an idea. I'm boycotting me. We just put this one in the list of podcasts that should never be released. Speaking of never been released, 
we do have a list of podcasts that we have heavily edited. We've tried to work on the haunted house one. The I probably it's probably in there. We have a mix. We have a mixed bag of podcasts that we started. I mean, this technically, what it, in in retrospect, what episode would this have been if we actually broadcast? This would be ten. No, this no. actually would not be ten. No, this no. would be more than that, just because the haunted we, house one that we did was going to be had. what six. Yeah, we've like done a six. lot of. Yeah. I mean, this it so, took a lot of work to get to where we are. Yeah, so before Tristan just we decided went to live, come in when it was all together. We had um, a total of seven episodes. So we're on nine. So, so nine, we're on sixteen episodes, technically. Yeah, technically this would have been sixteen if yeah. we released those. We and the thing about it is, it's not that we didn't want to not release them; it's that we had. Lord knows we had trials and tribulations to try to get to where we are. I mean, we had sound problems. We didn't know what we were doing. And I mean, but at the end of the day, detracting from all the conversation we had tonight. getting too drunk at first. (laughs) (laughs) Episode episode one was the worst hangover I've ever had. I drank so much before that. And then I got on the podcast, and I, I talked to myself. Sean wasn't even on the episode. He just left. Sean wasn't even in the chair, actually. (laughs) He just left. But it goes to show that, I mean, stuff like this, it's as simple as it does sound. It really does take work. It takes effort to get up to where you want to be. It takes a lot of adjustments, a lot of thinking and planning. And uh, Sean has managed to pull it off, and he's not paying me any money to do this. So feel privileged. I mean, <laughs> hey, you're not paying me either. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Um, um, I, I mean, and, and to kind of go off of what you're saying, I mean, even to this day, I mean, we're 16 episodes in and we're still making small adjustments each week and in hopes of Such getting life, better though. and better. Such is life. So, but, um, I mean, for all of the topics we talked about, for all of the chaos that ensued, we do appreciate Tristan coming back on. He's but, He's got, oh. Hold on. Okay. Could you right. imagine real quick? How like crappy life would be if you were just good at everything the first time you tried it? Like if you didn't have to like improve. Like imagine if you just did well, this no, podcast I, and they were I, good. No, I don't disagree. One of the things that I lead some of my meetings with is you can't progress off of positive criticism. No, you can't. Like, oh, you guys are doing a great job. This, you guys are okay, amazing. How do I do better? I would, I would prefer to hear, and, and this is something that a lot of the companies I work with have never heard before. I'm not, I'm not by any means tooting my own horn, but, but two, two. at the same time, what did she say earlier? Rongo bongo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's how I'm going to start saying Rongo that. Rongo bongo, boys. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that now. The, Rongo at, bongo bud, actually? Yeah, but boys is for like... For, for the boys. Yeah, this is gender specific. So why are you here? Oh! Oh! Anyway, what I'm saying is you can't thrive, and some of you guys can take this how it is, but thriving off positive criticism can only go so far. I mean, if someone says you're doing a great job, okay, well, that's the end of the line. If someone says you're doing a great job, but they preface it with something that you can improve on, you can continue your life. You can continue your progress. And one of the reasons that I lead my meetings with something like that, and Sean, as you progress in your career with management or whatever you continue to do, Tristan, as you do the same thing with your science weird stuff, <laughs> Janessa, the same thing with you. Whatever your OnlyFans <laughs> is. <laughs> oh, God. At the end of the day, you can progress with negative criticism more than positively. And there, I think that's such a minute detail that's overlooked. It's, it's something that's so simple, 
that's overlooked by a lot of people. If there is negative criticism, it hurts, but it's how you take it. It's an For opinion. Sure. You can you it's can take on it. How you take it. Exactly. It's it's like offense. Offense is is taken, not given. Right? These yeah. two are insulting each other as I'm talking about so this right ugly. now. Again, offense is taken, not given. No, like, no, for sure. Like, yeah, if, so if everything was always positive, like, <laughs> well, like, I, I know this is me and I'm sure this is a lot of you, but like every day you want to be better than you were the day before, right? And if you're only ever receiving positives, like, you're never going to improve from that. And so you don't feel like you're ever like living meaningfully. No, again. So yeah, at the end of the day, life is hard. Everything sucks, but... You learn to overcome it. But the great thing for you is you get to roll over and tell Sean to get out of bed. You've got... I, <laughs> I was trying to make this so positive for the listeners, and you just ruined it I'm in so one foul swoop. <laughs> but, as I said, at the end of the day, Tristan, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Janessa, whatever. And Sean, <laughs> please take us out. So, before I, before I come out with uh, the ending, um, I do want to say, if you guys are enjoying Ryan's motivational speeches at the end, <laughs> please. We're starting a new podcast next week, every Wednesday, 6 p.m. tune in. Ryan's depressional quotes. <laughs> Sometimes so, it sucks. Other times it doesn't suck so bad. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> the podcast... <laughs> Make sure to let us know on Facebook if you if you do like that. I, I will say, <laughs> yeah, please. If you're like, if there's someone out there just as twisted that says, please give me some motivation, but not enough to succeed, let us know. <laughs> you, you know what? You know what I'm gonna say as well. Uh, joy, uh, we we got that that one follower on Facebook right now. That I, I can't even think what I'm Joseph. saying. Joseph. Yeah, my boy Joseph. Thank you We're, so much. For hitting us up, for commenting, for all of the positive support you provided us. Give us some negative feedback. I No, exactly. <laughs> Tell us what we're doing wrong, bro, because you're listening. You hear us. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for the support. It's been amazing. We hope to continue. And with that, thanks, everyone, for tuning into another episode of Junk Boys Basement. Have something you want us to talk about next time or love this episode. Make sure to check us out on Facebook at Drunk Boys Basement and let us know. And if you haven't already, make sure to click that like button while you're there. Also, make sure to catch us next Friday on Spotify. And remember, please listen responsibly. Never seen my dad.